Alright everybody, welcome. This episode got a little drunk. Sorry to say, but eh, shit happens. Hope you all enjoy. Be sure to come check us out July 8th through 11th in Chicago for Exotica Chicago. It will be a fucking drunken good time. And before I blather on any further, let's get on with the show. We are 288. We are 288. We are Welcome to the 288 Podcast. This is your host, Matt Slayer. And this is your uh, large-titted host, Draven Star. Joining us in studio this fine evening is a bottle of Maker's Mark. Uh, hey, baby, how are you? God, it was so satisfying opening that and just like feeling the wax peel away from the top of the bottle. Oh, my God. Uh, we got to take a quick commercial break while Draven <laughs> cleans herself up. No, I just it's so nice to just open a fresh bottle of whiskey. I love it. Oh, it's the second best feeling in the world. <laughs> yes. And also joining us tonight. Yeah, so our very special guest tonight is, well, I'm going to say the name last this time because I'm excited. We have a bodyguard slash babysitter to all of your favorite newbie rock stars. He has been voted the top eye candy merch boy of 2015. Who votes on that shit? Girls. Girls will vote on anything like that. And I can guarantee if you bought a t-shirt at the Warp Tour, this man sold it to you. He is the manager of Guru Tattoo in San Diego. I can guarantee he has more tattoos than you. It's Mr. Mark Aces. Mark has also been a witness to a lot of my shenanigans. Which we'll find out. But welcome to the oh. 288, Mark. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thank you for having me here. This is awesome. Yeah. We're very excited. Are you feeling good, Matt Slayer? I'm always feeling good. You feeling good right now? Because I got a lot of stuff to get off my chest. How about you? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, this is going to be such a fun it's gonna episode, be good. Guys. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. Can someone give me a refill? <laughs> oh, we're going to need a couple refills the here. The is literally <laughs> right next to you. <laughs> Once again, audio format. People don't know That's that. True. So, oh, yeah. tonight on the 288, it's actually kind of exciting because... I'm kidding. I'm acting like we started on time. We didn't start on time. No, we didn't, we didn't start we're on having time. It, but we're having a good time. We've been having a good conversation prior to uh, turning the microphones on for y'all beautiful people at home. And we're just going to continue. So... I just want to point out that Maddie Slayer right now is gaining a little bit of a silver fox, and he looks really good. And I'm sure any of y'all that came out to Adult Con and seen us, you got to see it as well. Very yeah, looking good, looking good, Slayer. I like it. <sighs> I gotta die this shit. Don't do it. No, don't do it. The Wolf Blitzer is in, dude. You're good. Ah, see, uh, I'm not that classy. <laughs> I know no, you're not, but no. that's the best thing about it. You're gonna yeah. put the assy to classy. Yeah, it adds to the charm. <laughs> oh, um, as I often say. Low as a class. <laughs> then you got nothing to worry about. I got plenty to worry about. Alcohol fixes most of those problems. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> we'll drink to that. Cheers, Cheers you guys. Cheers, everyone. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Very cool. So we've been trying to have Mark on for a minute now. We've had some scheduling issues because, you know, Mark's been jet-setting all over the fucking world. That's true. Tell us about your travels. Where have you been? Well, I just got back recently from the Philippines and Hong Kong. Awesome. Let's hear them. Let's, let's, uh, let's start with the Philippines. We're going to start with the Philippines? Okay. Yeah. want to talk about 96 degrees, humidity, and buy me a drink bars. 
Do you know what? Uh, oh, you already, know what you already gave me the look, Matt. You I know exactly what you know buy what, me the, a drink You want to buy me a drink bars? Oh, yeah. Tell me. Well, I'm out of the loop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Well, essentially what buy me a drink bars are is Hong Kong and Japan and just in general, their idea of what a strip club is, but it's essentially a brothel. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're, we're basically... 40 American dollars more or less means you get the girl for the whole night and then you quote unquote take them home. But in doing this, you must buy them drinks all night, which essentially means you pay what we consider an $8 drink, a $30 drink, and it just builds up from there. But luckily for them, what they don't realize is that I'm literally the one holding onto the card the whole damn time and I'm haggling for the band. Each, like, you order, like, okay, so, like, the first drink is, like, X amount, and then the second drink is more expensive? The first drink is X amount, and the second drink, once they have the girl on their lap, they have to buy that person a drink then. But the way how they work these, like, establishments is that then they try to then make it to where, like, they all buy drinks for everyone, and then try and say, we paid for this amount of drinks when I'm the one holding the card the whole damn time. Like the girls bring their friends over? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh, bring my friend a drink. Oh, oh yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, that's yeah. not like, that's, you know, that's basic strip club it's shit. It's basic strip yeah. club shit. You know, so, yeah, but it's also because I, these bands are on a budget and I have to make sure they come back within range. Right, okay. The whole damn time making sure like, no, 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 no. We did not pay, oh, pay for this other drink. So okay. The least liked person in that entire establishment while the band is just living it up. This Jew spends lots of money in places like that. <laughs> right? Like, it's, it's, it's like, it's actually your job to make sure that they stay within budget and they stay with their, like, what, their, like, per diem or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, back to Mark and his story. Okay, so you went to a strip club and they tried to get you to pay for a lot of drinks and you were like, nah, fuck all that. Basically, because I knew how many girls were already there and I counted the amount of drinks that were already ordered ahead of, ahead of time. And I already had two girls on my lap already and they were already included in that because they were part of my own budget on my dime but i was literally watching them try to say basically we owed essentially two over two hundred dollars in drinks when i know we only spent these many drinks and i'm seeing the empty glasses right there oh oh so they were like probably hoping that because you were foreign or whatever and intoxicated and intoxicated yeah just be like oh whatever you know like i'm the only sober one there sipping on a club soda while the other guys thinking again they're like you know Motley Crew, 1985, and have all this money to Aww. spend when they don't. It's kind of, Poor little it's babes. fun and sad at the same damn time <laughs> and everything. But you know, it's more or less like they've been around the block quite a few times already. The band and they want to just like live it up and have some fun. And I'm all for it. Yeah, let's go. But I want to make sure you guys don't have to come come back with like a budget de- de- deficit and then right. have you know credit card motherfuckers chasing your ass the whole damn time. Okay, so you guys were able to get out of that then? We were able to get out of that. We literally just walked. I told them, give me back my card. We walked out of the building. That was it. Okay. Yeah. And then what? And then we headed back, and we already had basically a whole bunch of free booze delivered to us from from the venue, from the festival we played that night. And we just got drunk there. So what fest did you guys play? Uh, We just played the uh, Summer Plum Festival. It's this very big event that they do in Manila in the Philippines. It was... My band, band Lacuna Coil, Volumes, Veil of Maya, and a bunch of local bands as well. We had over 30,000 people there. We packed out this whole, like, kind of like soccer stadium that they have there. Just row after row of people, really good time. Like, it just 
just made me very happy and everything to where like we can go to these foreign establishments and metal and rock and roll is still like very as well respected as it was like back in the 80s and the old times absolutely no and that's great because lacuna coil is actually it's a really killer band fuck yeah uh, that, lacuna uh, killed and they were the headliners too and yeah. it was just no, that, uh, that girl christina is fucking killer oh yeah she oh, yeah. is so sick. no she's such a sweetheart though so that's what yeah. i've heard i've heard nothing yeah. but amazing no. things about her yeah. total heard nothing but amazing total things. sweetheart yeah and she used to do an advice column in revolver is she still doing that she used to give out some really? pretty solid advice um what not that cool i know chick. of no I be friends with her not that i know of it's been a while yeah it's, it's been a while since i've yeah. read print magazines yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been a while like since I've like fully like read, read a revolver column and everything, yeah. which kind of sucks because I know a lot of people that work over there. Well, I know mm. in Matt's case, once he was able to get comic books on his phone in like an agreeable to the eyes fashion, magazines were just gone oh, out the window. Uh, speaking of magazines, I have in the move. I have four boxes of Playboys I need to get rid of. Really? Yeah. Oh, let me look through them because I want to make a like art piece collage situation. Oh yeah, for like my they're, bathroom. They're from like. What's late the oldest 90s? volume? Yeah. Uh, there's some mid 90s stuff in there. And mid- you said late 80s to mid 90s? No, uh, mid 90s to early 2000, mid 2000s. Almost like masturbating a time machine. Yeah. Once it hits 2000, go, don't give it to me. Oh, I mean, there's some there's some decent shit in the 2000s. All right, all right well, cool. We'll get, then give them all to me because I will make a I'll make a cool thing for my bathroom. So if you guys ever come to my house and you use my shitter, you can see a bunch of cool naked ladies. I wish I could find uh, July 2008 because Miss July 2008 was like one of my favorite playmates. I'm sure you could. That shouldn't be that hard. That's very specific. This July 2008 in Playboy, that, yeah, should, that you should be able to just type that in. Oh, I was, no, I mean, that should be like a Google search. That should be that easy. Even, it mean, sucks. She's fallen off the planet. Like, I used to interact with her on Twitter and shit like that. Like, oh, That's so cute. Yeah, Miss Laura Croft. Could you not, like, Wait, but, really doesn't, yeah. but does, does Playboy right. not do, like... Laura Croft's having a big comeback right now. Have you not seen like the new? No, movie? she actually she is. Yeah, she, she is. I have. She say I just played her recent video game and it was amazing. No, not that Laura Croft. No, that's Lara Croft. This oh, Lara. Oh. Um, no, but Laura doesn't Croft. would Playboy not do like back th- issues or the, is that too far back that they? No, wouldn't? I'm sure they have back issues. Yeah. I mean, I don't really actually give a damn about looking at her naked. Like, it sucks she fell off social media because she decided to have a real life and shit. But yeah, and then girls from Northern Florida and like huge in the metal and was living in Vegas at the same time as me like I kept hoping we'd bust paths at some point just never worked out and then she deleted all her social media when she started going to law school oh well I mean that makes sense it happens it's like good you're a playmate you're still hot as shit like yeah, about law school. Well, you know. law school and trying to get taken seriously. I mean, look at I what happened imagine. to Jenny and Forrest Gump. She wore her uh, college sweater in Playboy, and she got kicked out of school. Mm-hmm. So that, that was a the sixties and B wow. fictional. What? <laughs> really? I get nothing for pulling that reference. Yeah. Just no, out no, of my no. Ass that is right now. How, like, that is a rad how vague of a reference <laughs> that is. Uh, it's very yeah, like. I literally, my eyes just lit up. It was, it was, uh, <laughs> a big reference about wow. an Oscar award-winning <laughs> movie. It was, uh, hey, man. It but she did though. She got kicked out of school. So you know what? But it and it doesn't matter because I mean I mean yes, it's a lot. It's not the sixties anymore. But law firms are still relatively conservative in their views. It's probably still not like oh that's rad. Why don't you hang up your centerfold in the fucking office? We need to get Carl to start his own practice and hire like if only if fucking only dear Carl, will you please? <laughs> Oh, Mark, you, have, you haven't had the opportunity to meet my lawyer, Carl. No, Carl I, have, the lawyer. I have not had the opportunity at all. Oh. So. Carl the lawyer is... Carl the lawyer. Is that what we call him for short? Carl the lawyer? 
Or the lawyer, for short. Or the lawyer. Yeah, lawyer or All right. You need to be my lawyer, Eric German, then. Most world-renowned in the metal in- we should industry. Just have a, we should just have a lawyer episode. You should have, like, a lawyer off. I'll bring my yes. lawyer. You bring... How dope is you your, your lawyer? So. Oh, he's pretty lawyer. So he was the main, He was the guy that got Metallica no, all I mean, their like, money the when they the sued game. Napster. Oh, shit. He's that motherfucker? He's that motherfucker. He's the motherfucker that got Metallica all their money when they sued Napster. Holy shit. That's my lawyer. That's some... That is some real... He's been around... Can I get, like, a... Like a Oh, so just like a little, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Oh yeah, yeah my <laughs> there's my lawyer. <laughs> All right, hold up. We're gonna have to show off. Oh man, a, a, a lawyer off. Here. Having a, we're having the first round here. of the lawyer offs right That's here right, on the yeah, 288 up. live. Uh, oh my god. Oh, have you not seen that picture of Carl? No, I love every picture. <laughs> I just zoomed in on it. <laughs> I love every picture of Carl, but I think this one. Has got to be my favorite. I really think we're just gonna have to like start a that Carl shirt, ca- though, gallery. The, I also want to note that he's still in this photo. He's still wearing the Oregon Trail shirt that I love so fucking much. I don't know if that was the same night or not. <laughs> I don't even give a shit. He's still wearing it, and it's such a good shirt. <laughs> it's got the covered wagon from Oregon Trail, and on the bottom it says, "You have died of dysentery," and that is wonderful because it doesn't even, it doesn't say fucking Oregon Trail or anything on it. No, like, you just gotta you fucking have, you know. Have to know. You have to know. No, I always say like, "There's my lawyer right there." I'm not gonna say what all we did prior before we took that photo and all, but that's him Uh-oh. right there with my guitarist Jeff George and yeah, he's yeah, been he's looks- been around the metal industry for like longest time. He represents pretty much every big band that you can think of. Oh, I'm with it. Yeah. He doesn't look nearly look as fucked up as Carl. Yeah, no. no. Oh, no, but trust no, me. No, he looks like a cool guy. I could show you other stuff and all, but I respect him too much to show it at all. I respect that's Carl. I respect I really, Carl. I really, <laughs> oh, you, saw, you showed a good photo, though. So, like, I just showed, like, a good, just, hey, we're all hanging out. So. I've heard of this Rock on the Range. My, uh, oh, my it's ex-girlfriend. Huge. Well, no, my ex-girlfriend did merch for that. I also want to commend you on your beanie sunglasses combo. Looks very cool. Thank you. I do it all the time because I said I'm tired of my hair and I don't like dealing with hair. So I'm going to tattoo over it. And more or less, everyone considers my beating my hair already to begin with. So you just look like an early 2000s emo kid in some people's eyes. Pretty much. Early 2000s emo kid that bench presses over 200 pounds. Yeah, I I will say that. Like if my washer was to break right now, I'd be like, yo, bro, stand in my tub. I'm going to use your stomach as like a washboard. That will be easy enough. So this totally sounds like a Clips for Sale store coming on right now. Just washing (laughs) clothes. If only. You know? Oh, come on. You wash clothes on Mark's abs? Like, I bet it'll sell. Oh, my God. You know, you're right. You are right. <laughs> I've actually had a band actually wash clothes off of my abs, and we sold merch on it that one time. This uh, is what I'm talking about. This yeah. right here. Magic happens on the 288, y'all. Y'all oh, yeah. are listening to it happening. Right now, we have to cut, so we have to go film that clip. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. And we're back. We didn't cut. I don't know if you I guys don't know, can tell. But. No, was it that obvious? <laughs> We've heard a little bit about the Philippines. Tell us about Hong Kong. Oh, God. Hong Kong is at least the weather is somewhat better and all. But Hong Kong, there wasn't really much to talk about o- over there. We were kind of were just so damn jet lagged already. Everyone just kind of passed out. Right then and there. The only person that was still alive was me and the tour manager, who, oddly enough, works with uh, Skrillex and Diplo. So we were just like, okay, the band is out of it. We're going to keep going and all. So we found our way over to this one bar that is called the, the Banana Boat. The only reason how I know, know yeah, <laughs> like it's called the, the sunscreen. Banana. Yeah, I like the sunscreen. <laughs> That's but awesome. due to international law, or whatever, they're gonna not going to keep calling it that. 
And the only reason how I knew, yeah, but the only reason how I knew about that is the brief time I was in the military and all, when we were had to port over there, the main Navy bar was, oddly enough, the banana boat. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that sounds very lo- lovely and all and pretty. But at least we got over there. But no, anyways, we make it over there to the banana boat and we're like a couple martinis and Singapore slings in. We like we don't like to dro- do shots. See, we like to just get like wasted and we just like to do sh- sugar drinks that you can think of. So mojitos, Singapore slings, orange Juliuses. It's yeah, Do you want to know what I've, I've heard? I don't know how true this is, but I have heard that like when you're drinking and you ingest like sugar or you eat candy or something, that sugar ends up turning into like a sugar alcohol and gets you drunker. I don't know how true that is, but I've it, heard it that on a few occasions. So that kind of makes sense. It's true. I'm really terrible at doing shots. Like, I'll just come out and say it right now, I'm a big bitch when it comes to doing just straight alcohol shots. You did do a shot with us at the beginning uh, of the show, so I that's did what's do, up. Thank I you. did. I do, yeah, you know, out of respect and everything like that, but there's some people I know that can literally just, you know, keep drinking it like it's water and I'm just like, I yeah. can't do that. But no, then, shots aren't for everybody. Yeah. No. But most of the time then, like, you know, I, I do these big shots sugar drink something like that it's essentially back when four loco was awesome and it had the caffeine and everything in it too and all to where like it just hit you like full force every damn time that's basically what we would do so yes i do agree that that sugar wasted thing is a real thing because yeah yeah, we were pretty much far gone at that point and eventually then like we did wander our way in then over to a lovely uh, establishment for a very good value and, and everything else like that. We brought our girls back. and But the whole point is for us is that we really didn't care about that because at the time we were both seeing our own respective others. So we literally had to grab our own person at the front desk, tell them we had to bring another bag up to the band, which were pretty much all sharing the same room at that point and all because they were just that out of it and everything in one of the suites. So we literally just kicked the door in, put the girls in and locked the door behind them. They seemed to have a good time afterwards because we're just that nice of people. Taurus told me he was worried he got the herp and that turned out to be false. So... Uh, if you got the herp, it's not the worst thing in the world. We know plenty of For, nice As far as he was concerned, it was the worst thing in the world. Though. Up until the 70s, people in America didn't even care if you had the herp. It's all marketing. It's all marketing. <laughs> Seriously. If you research it, pharmaceutical companies started marketing herpes medicine in the 70s and gave it the stigma. That's why if you go to Scandinavia or other parts of the world... Girls won't even mention to you. No, no one cares. No, because no one, no one gives a shit. Because like, it won't kill you. No, and because it's fairly common. It's not there with like HPV. Like it's one of those things. Like it's, it's there. It's not going to kill you. It's kind of benign. Like it's kind of it's pain there, in the ass but it sometimes. Just, it's, no, it's a very big pain in the ass because like, it comes and goes as mm-hmm. it pleases, and you're still stuck, stuck with it, and also, yeah. No, absolutely. But I, I do agree with Matt as far as the stigma. It's a physical thing, but to me, I kind of feel like, because you can't, I don't know, other things you can't necessarily pass along, but it's kind of like feeling weird or being weird at someone who has, like psoriasis, who has like psoriasis yeah. or something. It's a big enough you one, know? though, to where like, because, you know, there's no legitimate cure for it. Like, you're stuck with that damn thing for the rest of your damn life. Yeah. So, yeah, it's bad enough. Like, it may not be life-threatening, but it's like, you know. It's definitely not something they, you want to sign up for yeah. either. It's definitely something you don't want to sign up for, Yeah. It sucks. It does. Yeah. We like we had a good friend who had it and was so terrified to tell any potential partners that she, because of the stigma, she was transmitted it without communicating it because she was just so fucking afraid of it because of the stigma. Well, that's even worse then. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. it was pretty heinous, but... Well, and that's the whole thing. Like, because, I mean, granted, it's not something and i'm not i'm not trying to sound like it's you know some great thing because it's it's not a good thing mm-hmm. it's not something you want i do think that if the stigma on it was taken down or in some way lessened it would be easier to to bring up in conversation and it wouldn't be as much 
of a thing. You know, if you were able to be like, hey, you know, I don't have a breakout right now, but, you know, I've, I've got this. And people just be like, oh, okay. Or, you know, oh, okay, I'll just grab a condom, no big deal. Or, oh, I'll grab a dental dam, whatever, no big deal. Like, and then it's fine. But as to someone being like, oh, for real, you have that? Like, uh, oh, where's your fucking Valtrax? That's, there's there's a difference. A little bit of a difference there. Yeah, yeah like the, sure. the stigma is what scares people and what makes people not necessarily tell their partners or not right, want to tell anyone. people are going to stop or even Or even not even want, or not even want to have sex. Okay. You know? Well, this STD not wanting to have sex stuff is very bo- depressing me now, so let's change it up here a little bit. Come on. Come on, Slayer. So I got sucked in off of an offhanded comment, and then homegirl just ran. She just ran. Just ran. Yeah, with it, just ran Christ. with it. Yeah, I know. All right. So you know what we should talk, you know, you know what we should talk about? Because it's been a little while since we've talked about it. Okay. What we got? Greta? That one time Matt almost got married. Oh, oh shit. Yep. We're going, we're that going to the Yule Tide times. That one time Matt almost got married. <laughs> so, so do you want to lead in on this matter or should I because I'm the only witness so to, to recap, this so to recap to recap to all of you beautiful people listening on the internet Fuck. because we, ad- we adore yes, you so much yes, yes. on my motherfucking birthday a couple years ago it was AVN weekend it was the day after the awards we were having a beautiful brunch and Matt decided he was going to get married to Zara Angel mm-hmm. now it didn't hey, she happen she changed her name to Zara Slayer at that point <laughs> it was going to be well she no well, you didn't you know, that it that didn't far, last oh no no was, her Twitter totally said Zara Slayer well, her Twitter oh, yeah, used yeah, to the say Twitter that. Thing did say that, yeah. That was going to happen. It didn't happen. But we do have a little bit of inside information that we have never heard before from Mr. Mark Aces. And I am so excited. And Matt is dreading it. Yeah. Let's go. Because Mark apparently has footage <laughs> I didn't know existed. Okay. So you were there when no one else was there. When I wasn't there, no one else was there. Yeah, you were there. I was there when no one else was there. Oh shit! Oh yeah, oh, shit. I was there. When oh no my one god! Else okay, was so there, just so. For you, so you guys, this is a picture. We can try and upload it later There's if we a, can. Oh no, we can. It is a the- photo of Maddie Slayer and the potential Miss Zara Slayer holding mm-hmm. their motherfucking marriage license. Yeah. Oh shit! That's how close it came. And Mark was there. So you did you go into the courthouse and like watch them pull out their IDs? Did I go into the courthouse? <gasps> oh my god! Give this to me right now. So, oh god! I walked in, was Fuck. documenting and oh talking god, the oh whole god, time, oh saying, oh asking. Mr. Slayer, how happy are you right now? And he's grinning ear to ear, saying, "Everything for can, like, can we get that audio? So, yeah. Oh my God, hold there's on. Two, me, there's more than start. one video. Let there's two videos there's there. Two? But yeah. Okay, hang on. Let me so yeah, that one's gonna probably cut off there because the second video is when they're actually signing it. One and this one. Yes, it's that one okay, and that so one. We're yeah. Start so, yeah. Are civilian one. names visible in the photo? What? No, I no, I made sure I made. Let's see. Let's see what I can get here. I'm not a monster. Yes, you are. Walking into the courthouse. <laughs> Walking into the courthouse, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that me? That was, no, that was... No, that was that me was because I'm literally like, this is really happening Yeah, right he now. just showed the, the marriage thing. There's also a woman standing in a wedding dress yep. while this is happening. And they're like just walking through all of this, like nothing's going on. I'm just like, to keep recording here. This is... Oh my god, she's wearing these killer houndstooth leggings. You were wearing some type of satanic shirt. Yeah, all right, we're going to the second one now. He's so pumped. He goes, How excited are you? 
and Slayer throws up the horns. Yep. That's he, how pumped he, he was. He ear to ear. He threw like, up the could, horns. We could have had, had the marriage and then show then to when like they sign it. I might have been a lot of drunk at that point. Oh, you were both really mm-hmm. freaking gone. Joanna kept aching it on the whole time. We were going to have this thing at the Kiss golf course and everything like that in the Kiss Chapel. Here's the other one. Yeah, and the second one. This is, it looks like there there's some papers getting handed to them. Let's see Yeah, there's some papers getting handed to them. It's all, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's their deal with the devil. Okay. So yeah. Oh my God. So Zara has signed them. You put your address at the bottom. Don't worry. Your address isn't said. <laughs> uh, I don't live there anymore. Fuck them. Oh, yeah. So you're going to take these three to the ceremony. Okay. And after the ceremony, they're going to give this back to you, but this one is just a keepsake. Okay. The video of the show are right there on the It was safe to give it again and be quiet. Congratulations. Oh, shit. It's a keepsake. I've been videotaping the thing. I totally didn't remember that. Right, yep. We'll step outside. I said we're going to step outside and take a photo of this. The photo. Is so good. I also want to commend Zara for wearing a fucking Batman shirt because she is killer. Oh, no. You guys are so fucking porno. Yeah. Your hands are covering your government names so we can post this photo literally yeah. anywhere. Look at this shit. Yep. Yep. You're like, we're just going to use our fingers to cover our names. Well, that's why I said show it just for saying. I wasn't trying to yeah. like make it like intense. It's cute, though. I feel like if you guys did go through with it, it would explain a lot about your relationship, like on your mantle in your house. It <laughs> it's be a beautiful a thing beautiful. if y'all still want no, it. I'm with I'd it. No, say, you should. You should I was so let down. What? You know what, Mark? You should print it out for me so I can put it on my mantle. <laughs> I will give it to you so you can put it on your mantle. I'll have you guys know, the. I have no photos on my mantle. I only have... The, I have Avian Awards, Inked Awards, mm-hmm. fucking Mickey Mouse ears, and like Halloween decorations. But I'm willing to put Maddie Slayer. And Zara holding that. Holding that oh, and, oh, and this banging bottle of whiskey that my tattoo artist, Inky McStaple Face, made mm-hmm. me for my wedding. Well, the photo is yours to have if you wish to, to do that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we can put it up so when we then post after the that, So how, so you could, I mean, I could tell that Matt was really pumped. Oh, like just very, from watching oh, was, from someone who was there and could feel the love and mm-hmm. the tension in the air. How uh, thick was it? Oh, it was very thick. And uh, I mean, they had already like banged the night before and all. So they were already pretty much involved mm-hmm. a- after that. So they they were sitting right by me, too. They kept talking about the marriage thing. And I remember me and uh, Mr. Brian Street team. <gasps> who we uh, love so much. Yeah. Shout out to BST. Oh, his fiance at the time now, future yeah, wife. Yeah, now, now wife. wife. Yes, now, yes, wife, now yeah. wife. Lucy. Lucy, yeah. I'm getting too drunk right now. I'm saying future wife when it means their wife. Yeah, I was at the <laughs> wedding for that damn thing. <laughs> at the time, it was his future wife. Uh, right. Yeah, I know, yeah. They were there all for it and all, and I just remember me and Brian were just like, do go do it. Go do it. And then we literally, and I remember then me and Brian announced that whole thing saying, hey, two wants to get married. And Joanna then jumped up like, yes, go for it. Matron of honor. No, Joanna was going to give her away. Oh, yeah, no, she Joanna was going to give it away. Yeah, no, she was all stoked for it, too. Andy Sandemus was going to be the flower girl. Yeah. Yep. Oh, flower girl. Okay, yeah. S.A., you're, you're reminding yep. me about these things and all that, yeah, too. <laughs> So I was just Such like, it was on my birthday. I was so excited. Yeah. And instead it didn't happen. So I went and got in and out and fell they asleep. So, they all sobered so up. You guys. They sobered up. They sobered <laughs> up. Yeah. Like they paid the money for the damn thing, but no, no, sobered no. Up. Zara paid. I got her to pay for it. Oh, she paid. for. It. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be like, girl, 
do you know that this man owes you twenty five dollars? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I think it was a little bit more than that for a marriage license. It was sixty five. I got. Oh, was it? Oh, I thought you guys had like something in your hand that said fifty on it. Oh, maybe that was your number. Yeah, that was our number. Noodle, gotta use it. Gotta yeah, use that. She noodle. paid the sixty five. That's why she got the copy of the marriage certificate. Well, I mm-hmm. gave her the display copy. I kept the legal copy. The keepsake. I ca- the keepsake copy. Yeah, I gave her the keepsake copy. <laughs> I keepsake didn't copy. mention to her at the time that I kept the legal copy just in case. Right. Because uh, because that's just how you do. Because I'm paranoid. That's just how you do. I'm like I know I won't sign it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if it's out of my control, she wouldn't have done that. Too. I don't think she would have. But no, no she would. I don't but, know. but Matt's paranoid. That's all it is. Oh, Matt is paranoid. No, yeah. I don't trust people. Eh? No, he would do the same thing if it was me, and we've known each other for like ever. Yeah. <laughs> I was not home, and I left my house unlocked today for this man to come in. <laughs> and yeah, he would do oh, the same no, thing to I me. Would, I would trust him enough for that. Trust him to like bail me out of jail or something like that. Not so much. No, he oh, no, if, no he would absolutely. If I needed someone to bail me out of jail and I couldn't get uh, assistant producer Johnny, Johnny over here, I would absolutely call Slayer. I know. He would just be like, what? On that rate? Let me call this other freaking bond spend up. Give me a fucking No, because he'd be like, let me get fucking Carl the lawyer. <laughs> Assuming Carl wasn't in rehab again. Assuming. Assuming. Oh, no. So, Mark, you weren't privy to that part of the story. We've previously discussed it. You know I was calling around for prenups during... Yep, I remember. So, the reason Carl didn't answer for the prenup is because he was in rehab. (laughs) Which is one of the reasons why they didn't get married. Yes, of course. Well, I say... Best lawyer ever. We had a small window to do that to begin with because it was going to happen within those next couple of hours and all of a sudden it all just died down the anticipation. (laughs) And I was waiting in my hard rock room for that thing to say it happened, and nothing. All of a sudden, I was like, ah, they sobered hey, up. If the Kiss Chapel had been readily available, it probably the would Kiss have. Chapel was readily available. No, that's right what happened there. to me too, because I was I was in the hard we were rock right too. Across the front. We were all saying it at hard rock to begin with, so it was already going to happen right there. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't ready like right after we got the wedding license. It would have been ready soon. If I'd have known there, we had to wait a little bit, you should have just told me and I would have just... We would have just kept you bitches out. We would have literally just kept you bitches out. We would have literally just kept you all drinking and said you all had time to sober up and really think about this and that's what happened. It would have been the most glorious burning angel wedding I would have ever seen in my life. It would have been the best thing ever. It would have literally been the best thing ever. I mean, Brian and Lucy was in a beautiful thing, but to see you and Zara right there at a kiss wedding chapel, it would have just, oh, that would have just made my ear. Bro, if you would have waited a couple of hours, she could have walked into Strutter, you could have walked into Love Gun. Magic. It would have been so good. Everybody goes to play kiss mini golf for the honeymoon. Beautiful. Yep. Well, maybe (laughs) next AVN, I will marry someone else. Maybe next AVN. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Cheers Drink. to Matt not getting married at AdultCon. Yes. On the flag at, yeah, at, le- at least you didn't get married at AdultCon, bro. Like There's maybe, always next year. There is always next year. And there's always AVN, mm-hmm. and there's always there's the, plenty, there's the plenty four of, there's fucking plenty of exoticas. Cons. There's plenty of con for you to get married at, trust me. Yeah, we've got, the next one is Chicago. We could do Exotica. Oh, my God. If we do Exotica Chicago, Chicago. We are doing Exotica No, I'm saying like, if I get married at Exotica Chicago, especially to a nice Jewish girl, I can make my family very happy. They'll be so proud yes, of there you. There you go. They'll be like, you fucked up so much, but look at this but girl. But look at that. Oh, no. I am <laughs> the last hope to marry a Jew. Oh, are you really? Oh, seriously? Is that like that bad? They're like, please, 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 please. Just- They're going to be like, maybe when he's in Tokyo. Oh, he'll meet a nice Jewish girl. Mm, no, you'll find a nice Christian girl out there because oh Christianity has taken Christianity has taken over the whole damn girl. place of Asia. Mm-mm. No, no, no. <laughs> Christianity is the second religion out there. Buddhism. I want a Shintoist Japanese girl. Preface Draven's will freak out. Draven has her own uh, 
issues with Christianity as I was raised in a not so wonderful situation that we will touch on maybe we can touch on it now. Maybe I was no. Up in maybe a not so maybe like maybe Catholic like situation. two maybe like two seasons later oh, we'll okay. talk about Draven. But Draven uh, uh, does not necessarily agree with Christianity nor Catholicism. My f- whole family, as I'm Irish from New England, so obviously can Irish we actually Catholic. just like talk a like quick side thing? I was this is back in a senior high school. I was already in in school suspension for being the. That shit. is such a Christian school thing. Yeah. Were you at a Christian school? To where, like, to where literally I am suspended from school, but I still have to attend, which literally just, I just said, fuck you. Yeah, like, you can't do your homework, you so, don't get credit, but yeah. you still have to fucking be there. Oh, oh, no, no, I still got the credit and everything else, like, that was the whole point, but literally, like, I had to be, se- I had to be, se- it was literally just, like, it was school jail, I had to be segregated from the entire class. Mm-hmm. Be like my own little section. I'll do the same. Oh, like you had to eat lunch in the principal's office and shit. Well, well, well no, they literally had. Uh, we literally had our own section of just like the troubled students, where they were the literally. We would literally be. I'm put just in, putting more and more. We essentially were put in our own cubicles. Growing up out there, we were essentially put in our own cubicle area. Okay. To where like we couldn't interact with anyone else. All we were set to do is work on the assignments from our one period of class and just stay there oh, the whole damn time. Yeah. Ew. it's uh, but long story short, I was given this history assignment where like, I had to do something to symbolize Catholicism. I chose a Spanish Inquisition. And I since there was so no, happy you're here. And since there was no diagram or any like, actual like, syllabus like what I had to make it about, I basically talked about how this religion that I'm literally here for and all like, massacred all these fucking people. Believe it or not, I got an A- minus for it. Nice. See, that actually because makes me really... No, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that actually makes me really happy that you were able to get like a, a high mark on that because... I was shocked as, because I was literally at that point just like, fuck the system, fuck, fuck your religion and everything else like that. Like my, This religion is done... Jack shit, Jack and shit for me, and Jack left town three years ago. My parents divorced, but I get there and I do that, and somehow or another, like literally, the teacher sits me down afterwards, and I'm like, "This is such a very well rehearsed person, all like, and it's based on fact. I'm mm-hmm. gonna give you this A minus thing." But they then they told me to go do these many hail marys afterwards, and I didn't do them. Whatever, but, no, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I you was know, just like, I had the grade. <laughs> well, here's the whole thing. I I want to thank you as as a witch. Because ah, so many of my sisters, of my mothers, my grandmothers, mm-hmm. were killed to the point oh. that when the Spanish Inquisition, no, t- so in so many villages, when the Spanish Inquisition came through, they left. Mm-hmm. And when they left, there was no women left in the village because they were all witches. Yeah. And it's... No, such a it's such an ugly part, and so much of the the Wiccans and the witches that died is not necessarily talked about or reported because they're they're witches they're hoarded noses or whatever it means a lot to me that you were to speak on that and to do something about and to say something about that and to bring that even to bring that to their attention because that's one of those things they like to sweep under the rugs and even the same with christianity and the crusades you know just one of those things they want to sweep under the the rugs with the crusades and with the salem witch trials and all they like to sweep a lot of this under the rug and all yeah, I mean, they really like to sweep everything under the rug, but I really feel like we're getting kind of deep, and I think that that should be something we could talk about on a different episode, yes. maybe. So, so wait a minute, are, so... we, are we getting deeper than y'all you know, priest and a choir boy? Way uh, deeper than that. 
Oh, you had to say it, didn't you? Oh. You had to say it. I had to say it, but I'm not the one doing it. Ladies so. and gentlemen, Maddie Slayer will be here. He'll be here all week, or whenever the fuck you decide to download our podcast and listen to it in your car. Yes. Before we make this whole <laughs> uh, spotlight and interplay, I would just like to say, <gasps> Mark Aces is going to take a shot with us. Yes. Oh, take a shot. shot. I know. Good God. <laughs> Well, hi, well, Cheers hi, to you all. Thank God for making me an Mark, atheist. Mark took <laughs> dude. Oh, that dirty bastard. No, you're wonderful. Thank you yeah, so much for coming and hanging out with us. Yeah, like, my pleasure. This We had to actually, and I feel kind of bad. We had to actually reschedule Mark because your girl got sick and sounded like a frog. And even if I said, like, even if I sound, that would be cool. If I sound like that was kind of Bobcat, right? That would have been pretty cool. But I could, I didn't sound like that. So we had to reschedule Mark. And luckily he is here and he is. Here in the flesh. He's Somehow here and he's looking good. He's got way more tattoos than you. What was really, fu- and I, I want to let you guys know what was really funny. When I was uh, writing Mark's bio before we started. Oh, no. Uh, recording. I was like, oh, I'll just add, he's got more tattoos than you. Slayer goes, he's got more tattoos than me. I was like, um, <laughs> except I have more tattoos than you, Slayer. Mm-hmm. You do. You That's do. true. Did you like my impression of you? Wasn't that good? It was good. It was very well done. <laughs> you have a very deep voice. Slayer. I don't feel it. Maybe I, I can get the growl. Or so Mark. <laughs> fuck you. It's Matt Slayer. I will fuck you. Let you But first, I have to play ten hours of craps and drink this whiskey syndrome <laughs> over here. He loves craps Yo, more than I he loves savage. talking to me. Yo, I thought I was savage. Mark Aces. Oh, yeah. Mark Aces on the 288. He loves oh. playing craps more with random girls that I passed him off to than he loves talking to me. <laughs> Hey, you passed me a good luck redhead stripper, man. It's so good. It's so good. That redhead stripper you passed me was good fucking luck. She could fucking roll the bones. I know she could. Well, that's what happens. It's also because when I find out. When you get a fucking leprechaun, they tend uh, to be lucky. She was a lucky leprechaun. Hey, she was from Maryland, too, actually. That's what happens. Do you know her name? No, wait, never mind. That girl that I don't talk to isn't no, no, uh, anymore. No, no, no. You, you don't know this broad. No. I know her now. She's, oh, I know her now, too. <laughs> oh, I know her now. Well, no, she's actually a, a cool chick and everything else like that. No, depending on like, how, how it all played off and all, but the whole time she's speaking and talking to me, I'm literally just like, this is Matt's dream girl right here. Y'all can play with craps <laughs> and drink whiskey the whole goddamn night, and I wouldn't have to worry about anything shit about it. You are such a sweet bean. I do want to say this. Like, I'll not to, not, not to throw, throw mm. any shades at our guests. Yeah. yeah, but you are probably like the sweetest. Like you are so considerate and sweet and wonderful. And I'm not trying to like oh. like bag on like your oh, no, big you have to tough bag. guy because like his muscles. Like I'm dead ass about if my washer broke, I could <laughs> use him as as a washboard. Okay. But you are just like such a sweet person, and I've I've hung out with you a couple times before. But this Never is the really first time. Though, yeah, yeah. yeah no, so this is the first time we've been like a laid back situation. You're in my home. It's mm-hmm. nice. You know, you're just such a great dude. I am I so excited I'm sorry to have I'm you. I'm not here. as exciting and talking about it as No, like, hot your mouth. You are, us, yeah. you're exciting and you're wonderful and you're handsome and it's great. Just well, thank, thank you, you so for much. being here. I'm oh, sorry to like, oh, get no, all We're happy to have you, bro. Like, oh, no, I'm having a, having a great time and all. I just wish it was. So, yeah, no, like just last month when Mr. Slayer came out here to meet me for a Slayer show. Oh, yeah. were you there 
for the Slayer show with yeah. Slayer in yeah. Vegas? I told yeah, yeah, I was already out there. I got off a recent tour with Under Oath. It was literally that night, and Slayer was playing the same night too. But Under Oath finished early, and the I actual Slayer, not me. Right. So yeah, yeah. Of course, the actual Slayer. Yeah. The Slayer. I gotta say, I hightailed my ass over there because he already told me he was going to be out there for it and all. So like, we hung out from there, and you know, we just kind of like partied it up from there. We met. Your good friend Xander Corvus and uh, Lily. I was say Xander and Lily. Yeah. They, they brought to us that, up right? to the. Well, yeah, we end up getting put up to th- this VIP suite, and oddly enough, the guy who I was like trying to hit up the whole goddamn time, who kept telling me to come up to him, freaking uh, Chris Kale, who plays bass for Five Finger Death Punch, was mm-hmm. just like all of us just sitting, sitting there on the side, like do 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 do. Look at me, I'm Davy Jones. I got this big ass beard. <laughs> so sipping on this whiskey, and I just like bop him on the head, and he looks over like what motherfucker, and I'm just like oh. Says, what's up? Come here, give me a hug. And I'm like, oh yeah, I, I've been hitting up for like the last three hours. Where the hell have you been? Obviously, this <laughs> VIP <laughs> booth. Oh yeah, he's just doing the VIP thing and all. I already called him shit out for it and all, but it was just, it was a good time and all. And then we went from there after that. So yeah. No, oh my God. That Slayer show had the most amount of attractive girls I've ever seen in a Slayer show. It literally well, shocked me. Well, that was me. one of my favorite Facebook status updates from you was at that that show and it was something like the girls with like the the nazi eagles it was like do i do i yep do i like do i tackle them or do i I I kick them down or do i like what what was should i should i pull up your facebook i'm pretty sure i can at least paraphrase what i said yeah hot nazi girls with obvious warbirds do i fuck them or punch them yes that yes that was it and i was i was on the same note because i was like what do you do? Do you do you do you do you hate fuck them or? Oh yeah, you. Really I was telling him already. Well, yeah, just hate, hate fuck them. them, and then the second you're about to walk out the door, say, "By the way, I'm a Jew." Door slam. Oh, oh no, no. no. You do that shit unprotected and impregnate her with my Jewish baby. Oh, even that's even better then, because then they're stuck with the two with the two thousand dollar bill afterwards. Oh, uh, or she keeps it because she's probably like a what right wing conservative. She's probably pro life. Why are we conservative in my ass? She can't afford shit. After eight days, that baby has a heartbeat. Mm. Oh, shit. Blah, blah, blah. Is it? I don't even know if that's true. Anyway, it sounds I like don't something know. they would say. I don't know. I, I'll sounds have like to some ask, shit they'd say. I'm I'll have to ask someone who's had no. one of my abortions. <laughs> High five, Slayer. <laughs> Let me just bring up a phone book here. <laughs> hey, I use condoms usually. That's usually, true. you're yeah. a Jew. You should not have to use any condoms, so... I say this with what all love. What, uh, what does that even mean? There's like a whole, I don't know. There's like a whole like uh, unsaid history <sighs> nope. with me. Nope. So nope. 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 All right. Nope. 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 We'll cut all that out. Nope. Just because I didn't use a condom with you doesn't mean. <laughs> ah! Yeah, none of that's getting cut. None of that. Ah, uh, okay. And there's the truth of the 288, y'all. I'll drink to that. That is pure 288. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're actually going to cut that for all. We'll see. We'll see if we cut this. Uh, you decide about that. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm having a good time, so don't worry about me. It's That's what ball, we do. That's a ball we... and a biscuit, baby. Yeah. Just a ball and a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, hot Nazis, just hot fucking girls oh, everywhere yeah. in that fucking show. Like, yeah. me and Mark are literally just chilling at the bar, just fucking head on a swivel, like, Whoa, what yeah. the fuck is going on here? But anyways, 
with where we go from there then to how we lead into this one girl who, as far as I'm concerned, is his dream girl and everything. We had left Slayer at that point, and then my friend... Slayer who, had to sleep. Yeah, Slayer had to literally go to sleep, sadly. And we missed Carcass, which made me sad even more. Oh, that... that I actually want to see Carcass more than Slayer, because I've seen Slayer so many fucking times at this point, I've only seen Carcass twice. Oh, and everyone feels bad for you. They should. Carcass is fucking amazing. Uh, No, Carcass is king. No, they are. No, that's good. No, I just like the way that sounds. No, you understand. They are so fucking king. No, I just like the way that sounds. I feel like they should. They They literally are so damn king. They, out of their whole little brief tour plan that they had with Slayer, they sold no merch. And they were directly right under them. And Exodus went on first. Oh, no, it was Testament. It was, it, was, test- uh, no, it was Carcass, Testament, then Slayer. Actually, Carcass was the opener. Yeah. No, Carcass was the opener. Yeah, you're right. But they literally had no merch to sell, and they were just basically like, fuck it, we're Carcass, we don't give a fuck. And they still had a bigger draw and pull than I thought they did, and it was amazing. Oh, they're a great band. That's pretty rad. Like, I I, like last that. time I saw them was with Black Dahlia in Denver, of all places. I love the Black Dahlia murder. Do you know they played Sunday night? Oh, really? That's awesome. I love them. I haven't seen them forever. I'm super bummed. Like, I didn't even know about the show until I, like, saw social media where my boy Dan Kenny and all those, you know, Loka, a bunch of people that are going to be on real soon were yeah. all there. I mean, I was so wrecked on Sunday night that I wouldn't have made it through a show anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. It happens. Stupid real life. Happens to the best of us. I'm sure it would have been like Black Dye always puts on a good show. No, they they really do. No, it's true they do. Probably one of the most intense shows I've ever worked for. And I wasn't on tour with either of them. It's more or less just like a big event and all, but on the stage that I had to do. And I can't remember the name of the stage of festival because I've done too many of them. But I just remember the main two persons that were headlining that stage were Black Dahlia. And every time I die, I swear to God, there was no crowd it was just pure pit from here for like 20 miles down like it was sounds just about right pure insane anarchy and i literally was just like i hope they have a high insurance policy for this goddamn event it was just pure insanity and i love black dolly ever since then so yeah fuck no, yeah i i will say the first time that i saw black dahlia murder mm-hmm. it was at Ram's Head in Baltimore, which is the floor area itself mm-hmm. is kind of small. And they have a lot of different balconies. They have like three yeah. or four levels of balconies. I went with my friend Nikki. We are like, you know, like old school. When we were like in middle school and everything, we were like the, the chicks in the middle pit. And we, you know, we we're always in the mosh pit and all that stuff. As you get older, being woman in the pit, it can be dangerous on a couple different levels. With this Black Tiger murder, we were so fucking pumped and we had the best time. And like like nice. nothing like weird happened to us except for like a sore neck and like a busted lip and like bruises. And Whoa. it was the greatest thing because the That's next morning... That's just a morning, mark of honor then. Just no, and that, was, that was the yeah. best. And I was, I was so happy because that was that's one of the reasons why I don't go into pits as much anymore because you know I wear whatever the fuck I want to wear because well, no, I like to look it for to myself where, like, it's something that to where like we've had to deal with that numerous times for a lot of festivals and all to where like girls that just want to go out there and have a good time or crowd surf and you got to deal with a lot of like juvenile assholes then to where like it's fair game to grope then because yeah. I would never recommend like that, yeah. a girl crowd surf these days yeah. no I don't know I'm I don't not crowd surfing no but even even yeah. outside of crowd surfing even yeah. in a mosh pit 
No, it's literally the Shit same like case. Shit like that can happen. Oh, no, it's the same oh, case to where like girls like get pulled aside to where the guy's like, oh no, I've got you. You're safe and all. And they're yeah, literally- no. Luckily, it was at a at a venue in Baltimore. And this was, this was years ago, so I can't even speak for how it is now. But luckily, mm-hmm. at that time, when I went and it was the Black Dahlia Murder and all their fans, it was me and my homegirl, we went in the pit and everything was cool. Like they could tell, like they, the dudes didn't necessarily want us in. Because in Baltimore... I don't, I don't know how it is in a lot of other cities, but I will say it's not the greatest scene, but it's a lot better in terms of like dudes will, yes, respect. Like if you like push a girl out who's like standing on the side for no reason, three dudes are going to come over and like check you for that shit. Nice. Yeah. So it's, good. it's very that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's how it should be. Yeah. yeah no, it, 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 it was be. great. So I will say like when we were trying to get into the pit, it wasn't the easiest thing, but once we got in, the dudes like accepted us, they threw yeah. us around and, and moshed with us just as much as everyone else, but nobody tried anything, if I can just, which like, was fucking wonderful. Yeah, it's of course. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the truth because like it's, from what I've been able to tell, like just from my tour experience in LA, East coast is way more acceptable about doing that than the West coast. Like, West Coast pits have always pissed me off for long times on end towards literally, like, every man, woman for himself to where I'm literally, I'm just like, dude, get the fuck over yourself and all. Like, make sure she's taken care of and all. Whereas East Coast and all, they've always been very... They're always looking out. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, even if you're a dude, but you're a little dude and you get knocked down, they're going to pick you up and be like... And then then come at the dude that's twice your size (laughs) being like, why are you coming at him? Fight, like, come at somebody your own size. Oh, no, I mean, if you're in the pit and you're half someone's size, you get knocked down, Getting picked up and going right back into it is yeah. part of it. No, I've, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I'm t- I'm talking about when it gets like I'm talking serious. like when it gets like very intense, serious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, the that's random skinhead is throwing punches. There's always the random skinhead oh, no. throwing punches. Well, no, the punches and scenes like that and all always goes in regardless. But West Coast pits in general, they've always been about more or less the strongest survives. Yes, they want to like buck you up to where like it's like a rite of passage and all to where I literally am just like. I've had to jump into more pits over there than I would care to admit to, to where I've literally had to like put people in the hospital three times to where thankfully I never got charged for it. But I literally was just like, dude, it's a fucking show. Have fun. This isn't like survival of the fittest. Like, no, I feel no, like, not at all. I feel so, like for yeah. some West Coast pits, yeah. it's like you have yeah. to earn your place. And, yeah. and, and, and it see, very and much is me, survival yeah, of the fittest. Yeah. See, to me, that just is not me okay. Off. Maybe it's because of my East Coast upbringing and everything like that and all, but to where, like, you know, East Coast pits, it was always fun. Everyone always no, got around. So if like you that, show like, up to the pick, show, yeah. you're there to yeah. have a good time. You, yeah. don't have yeah. to, you shouldn't regard, have to prove regard, your yeah, worth or prove regard, how yeah, fucking there was punk no proving, you are. And there was no proving. And that was no. what always made me happy thing about it, because whenever I went out there, it was literally like a tough guy competition to where literally it always just made me fucking aggro. And there were multiple times where I sh- didn't even have to go into the pit. The band was fine. I literally went in there because this one guy got knocked down and they literally were kicking him and it just fucking made me so goddamn angry. No, I literally unacceptable. No, had no to like elbow and like fight three people and I had to deal with like two or three straight edge clubs, which I'm not going to fucking get into that deal with and all. It just, it just oh no, that's a whole other, oh no, no, that's a whole other episode of Ballgame Throw. But it literally just made it to the fucking point to where I'm like, dude, it's a fucking show. Everyone's trying to have fucking fun. Mm-hmm. There is no like 
strong game proving here. Get the fuck no. over yourself. No, it's a Get fucking out. show. Everyone's oh, here. To, yeah. Everyone paid the same amount of money for their yeah. ticket. Everyone's here to have a good time. Where should there be? Why should there be some type yeah. of like hierarchy yeah. or like, oh, I, I've been to this many more shows. Oh, I'm tougher than you. Oh, you can't yeah. make it in the pit. If someone can't, if someone is trying to get in the pit and they're trying to have a good time, let them get in the pit. If they can't make it in the pit and you can see them fading, yeah. Get them out the pit. You know, yeah. like that is what the scene is supposed to be. It's supposed to be, we're all coming together. We're all having a good time. We're all watching a show. We're all trying to feel the music and do everything. Mm-hmm. I would fucking hate if I was like, when I started going to shows and stuff, when I was like 15, 16, whatever, I was, and maybe it's because I'm like kind of cute or whatever, but I was <laughs> well, you lucky are enough. Quite a looker. Like, you are quite the looker. But Don like I, I, w- I was able to kind of, if something if I put my hand up in a pit and I was like you know whatever like you know people pulled me out whatever I was I was probably a little more fortunate than some other girls the way that I feel is that prior to me leaving Maryland like uh, about a year ago you know I'm still late 20s I'm still going to punk shows going to the sidebar going to the auto bar you know 930 club all that shit if I saw like a young kid like with their fucking hair that they obviously colored with Kool-Aid and they're obviously Kool-Aid, like 16, yeah, yeah 16 years old. Yeah, they got a fake ID. Yeah. They're, wear, they're wearing a rancid shirt, whatever. You know what? Yeah. Don't make fun of that kid. Yeah. Oh no, I'll make fun Give of them it. about the rancid shirt because that band hasn't existed since Ex- they've been alive. Except if it's that kid, except, but if that, but if that kid doesn't know you know that kid's like trying. The way I yeah. was raised, I didn't. I didn't know real punk bands. I knew like Good Charlotte. I knew fucking Rancid. Oh. No, because oh. it was because it was bad. You yeah. know. And luckily, when I got into the scene, it was before social media. It was yeah. before public yep. shaming. It was before look yeah. at this bitch in her fucking shirt. Yeah. So I was kind of accepted. So I try to view that because like you don't know if that kid in a Rancid shirt doesn't know anything about punk mm-hmm. except that. Rancid yeah. is punk rock, but he loves the music and he loves the scene, and his parents hate him and all that shit. Well, no, I you just know? try to educate that kid. I don't exactly. That, I don't necessarily but make fun of him. That's the whole thing is you don't you know oh, you no, don't make, it's you, what I do you too. bring him in, you yeah. bring him under your fucking wing, you know, and that's oh no, you do that's the coolest thing. Oh no, you do. It's like let me educate you, boy. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna do another education much again from the scene and everything. So one time I had to work a Bane tour, a pure hardcore tour, because Bane were the headliners and. The other people was uh, Trapped Under Ice, Alpha Omega, mm-hmm. and Bank Robber, who were... I know Trapped bank. Under Ice. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, this is before Homeboy got way too aggro and started, like, fucking people up on stage and all, right. but that's a whole... That's, that's, a, thing that's about a whole that. other thing. Oh yeah, but the we have story, multiple yeah. episodes. Standing oh, no, up I say, this I, one. Right? I, I can <laughs> we can sum off of a lot of things that I could easily talk about and all and have a, a great time discussing with you about because Javid, you know your mm-hmm. shit. So yeah. And I'm glad we finally uh, got Mark Aces like, is going to be a regular ho- uh, regular guest on the uh, 288 here. <laughs> oh, I'm getting replaced. Oh. No, oh, never no. stop it. Oh, I'm Matt, I would never say that. But anyways, <clears throat> we were doing the main thing on all and this one kid, it was totally just a pure punk, you know, he had the rant shirt on and all but like he knew the fucking words. He knew Exactly like, you know, like what he was talking about and what he was speaking about out there and all. And there were so many fucking kids like during the during when Trapped Rice and Bank came on, did he get getting knocked on? He was always singled out every, every five seconds and all. And I literally finally just lost that. I pulled everyone aside and I pulled him aside. And I told him, I'm like, dude, you know, you can't fucking wear a rancid shirt to like just have a scene. Like it's not that type of thing. And he literally yeah. said like, dude, 
my family's on welfare. This is all I fucking can afford. Like, I'm just trying to, like, be that anti-thing about it and all. And, like, I literally told him, like, dude, just come fucking hang out, hang out on the side stage. Crowd service as much as you want. You're going to be fine over here. Like, no one's going to f- fuck with you and all. But seriously, here's 20 bucks. Just get, buy a shirt here tonight. You'll be fine. <laughs> that makes my heart swell. Like, so like much. This makes me mad and all because I've grown That's up in that scene. That's how the scene should be. It's how the scene literally should be. But it's literally turned into literally, like, as much as, you know, for my look and all, it's literally just turned into like an aggro bench pressing contest where so many people that I try to like outshow the other one just say like, hey, I can fuck up so-and-so and afford that to where I literally it's just like... I mean, but if, if, you, if, you, tough if you look yeah, at you, yeah. you might think that, but even speaking to you for five seconds, that's yeah. not... That's not you. It's not me at all, but it's literally like I see it out there and it just pisses me off so damn much because they're trying to enjoy the music and they're trying to be like a part of that now. But just because they don't have like the right label. Yeah, you don't have the like right put on, look. I'd say a right look and all to where like they literally do that and all. It literally just fucking makes me angry all the guy that time to where like I literally was up in there and I've stopped numerous shows in the past to where... I literally just get so fucking angry. I'm like, don't fuck this fucking kid up anymore. No, because it's, it's not yeah. right. No, because nobody should be hurt at a fucking show. No, and honestly, before all this, I, I really, truly mm. feel like before all this mm. social media and fucking mm. like, look at this fucking mm. guy and Snapchat and all this mm. bullshit where you can kind of make fun of someone and they don't really see it yeah. because it disappears or whatever. Mm. Like that didn't happen. It no, was, in my day, we made was, fun of you to your face. Yeah, exactly. It was either to your face yeah. and if you could take it, it it was come here, little dude. You know you're you're yeah. cool. And if you couldn't take it, it was you know come back next week when you can take it or yeah, in a like different that, shirt. But, so, you know. But for this, it was literally just like they were just fucking like bullying the kid. And I can't. I, that's I, not. I, that's I, not right. That's yeah, not what our. That's not our scene. And that I had is to not deal what with, our scene. And I had to, to deal with that shit growing up. So and it just it really hits a fucking nerve in me to where I literally was just like. I jumped in there and I literally strong armed these fucking kids off of me. And the second they took one look at me, they knew I was no one to fuck with. And I mm-hmm. fucking pulled the kid out of there. I brought him up there and told him what what was what. Just instructed him from there. That's I just beautiful. said like I just want everyone to have a fucking good good time, man. Like I love stuff. No, I know well, that's the fucking point. I really feel fucking bad right now because no, you guys brought me on because we're trying to talk like fun. Funny. No, but honestly, like what, like, what you're talking very, about like, right now is is very. Yeah. It's very important. It's very important, yeah. especially to to the scene that we speak to. Because you know, obviously, Matt and I we're in the metal punk goth mm-hmm. scene. You know, yeah. that's what we've been in forever. His name is fucking Maddie Slayer, and it's my shitty like, high school nickname. I have been the goth girl Draven since I've been like 16 years old. I've been Mark Aces since I got into the military. Like, and and it's important because I do feel like, especially a lot of people that are more our age that may be listening to this, you know, if you're at a punk show and you see that kid that looks out of place because they just don't fucking know, they look nervous or they look anxious, you know, just take them under your wing. Just fucking be like, yo, can I buy you a fucking Shirley Temple? Yeah. Like, Especially if he's got a hot older sister. <laughs> you know, way for you to have me take something beautiful and like turn it into something terrible that I have to like detract from. That's what I do. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the scene has gotten weird. Draven's having a, a good moment right now. Let I think that he keeps calling me Draven. <laughs> He's from Jersey. I mean, I am Jersey. Yeah. So basically, just my whole thing is don't be addicted to the new kids. Right. Don't be addicted to the new kids. Be addicted to their mothers. 
They're gonna yeah. And if any luck, they will sleep with you. Those kids are gonna be well, okay. Well, maybe, hey, those kids need a father figure. They need they, a father they figure. Do. They do. I will pay their mothers, and I will take. But them here's to the whole thing: like they're they're all gonna turn into fucking dubstep bullshit rap pop loving motherfuckers. Not if, if I can help it. If y'all bitches who love punk music mm. don't take them under your wings, mm. like it doesn't matter what bullshit t-shirt they're oh. wearing when they show up to the show. Uh, I'm just saying, we're launching it right now. The Matt and Draven Re-Education Center. Can we do it? We're going to educate the youth of America. Fucked up, Sep. For kids who don't educate good and want to know how to educate good. Exactly. I like that Mark is covering his mouth with both of his hands right now. <laughs> it looks really You're allowed cute. to laugh. No, give us the cack. Give me, give me the laugh. You're allowed Let to laugh, Mark. Let me hear it. It's so like it. Give me. Give it. <laughs> Holy give shit, it. Mark. Give it. Oh, he's, oh, he's snorting. <laughs> Oh the Midwest scene isn't bad, though. Oh, no. Our pits are so much more brutal than West Coast pits. Yeah, no. No, the Midwest is no, it's a really Coast cool. Pits, no, West Coast pits are brutal because yeah. West Coast pits, you can actually die in them. East Coast pits actually make you care actually, about you. Oh, I mean, you could die in a Midwest pit. <laughs> yeah. But as brutal as all the pits were in the Midwest, yeah. we still had pit courtesy. Like, it's, yeah, no, courtesy. that is that courtesy, is very that's true. The main word, that's courtesy, very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pit courtesy, that, that's what we're trying to talk about here. Check it out. So, so there's an old East Coast tradition and... I'm an old school pit boss myself, but it's a thing that I don't, that from what I'm hearing, it doesn't exist out here as a fucking pit boss. So on the East Coast, there's pit bosses, like myself. I did it professionally since I was like 13 years old. You watch the ring, you stand on the outside, you hold the border, yep. and you pick people the fuck up. You keep it going. Did you earn a good wage being a pit boss? Dude, you don't get shit other than. He, uh, he earned a lot of blood. clout. A lot of street clout. Yeah, dude. I am, I am yeah. one of the most Tons of clout. pit there bosses. Pit, there were pit bosses. In San Diego, and there are pit bosses in LA, but there are some. There are some though that will not give a fuck about it to where, like, if it gets that intense, there well, then is, they're not really uh, a pit boss. No, there is literally a uh, a canvas photo. Our our friend uh, uh, Colleen, she was a former lead singer of a band called the Evocatones, and now in uh, a band called was it very M- MSK Three? Oh, I know that um, MSK Three. MSK Three out of Baltimore. New band, new thing, and she is the lead singer. And actually, there is a canvas printed photo on my wall of her and assistant producer Johnny, aka my pants, aka my husband, wearing because when they were in the Evocatones, they had one song that had a rap verse. The original rapper ended up moving to Florida, and we love him. But Johnny took over that rap, reworded it so it was the same beat and whatever, and he would go up and sing it with the Evocatones. So there is this killer photo of him and Colleen singing this song. On the photo, she actually signed it, calling him the pit boss because out of all of the Evocatone shows that they ever played, and we went to almost all of them, seriously. We probably went to 98% of the Evocatone shows. Nice. He was the pit boss, ran the pit, did everything and went on stage and played for everyone. If like the trombone player wasn't there and they needed something, he was there. If the rapper didn't show up, he was there. If they needed anything, he was there. And and outside of that, he was anytime in the pit. Pit boss. Killer. Well, it helped that my roommate was the bass player. That's also true. That but, always yeah. helps. Shout out Frankie D. Uh-huh. Frankie D. Yeah, pit boss, pit boss is an important, it's, pit a, boss it's, is like it's important. important thing at all. Usually yep. someone that's like that big, they actually command the fucking room to where they're just like, no one's going to fucking fuck with you. And it's like a hard thing to come by half the time because most of the time these guys aren't willing to fucking get in there and get their fucking hands dirty to fucking clear that 
Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, that. that's the whole thing. Like they want to yell at somebody, but they do, but if they see something wrong, they don't want to pull that dude out. But the thing is, like for some of these fucking kids, or just you know, crews or gangs or anyone that shows up these damn shows. They don't realize, like, you need to fucking, like, fucking f- put your damn face out there. It's like, oh, I put this shit in. I smell like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was totally a visual joke for our that audio audience. We all, yeah. we all three of us just had, like, a superstar moment. And then all at Molly Shannon. <laughs> Which I, okay, I feel like I should take this time to share a very embarrassing story. Did you bang Molly Shannon? No, but here's a very embarrassing story from Draven's youth. So... When I was younger, like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, basically until I graduated from high school, nobody thought I was cute. Like I was not the cute girl. I was not the pretty girl. I was not the hot girl. I was not, not alone. Not, not nothing. Mark, I always thought you were a pretty girl. Oh no, trust me. This all came later. This all came way later. Girl, Sam, I feel you. All right, girl. I and Mark so, can talk like no other. No, I'm seriously. It did come what late, way later. <laughs> But no, but that was the whole thing. Like I, I, you know, I, I looked kind of awkward. Whatever. I also was like, really you're thinking awkward. about Mark talking. No, no, I no, was really awkward, and like no. I really, I'm like kind of like rethinking even saying this on air. Just but like I'm air. okay, so I was like really awkward, and like I'm really, and even to this day, like I'm a very shy person. You can vouch for this. Yeah. I'm a very shy person. Until I get to know you, I don't. I'm real weird. Oh, I know. Um, I didn't know your real last name for. Fucking ever. like six years. Yeah, ever. It's kind of, so like I'm kind of a weird person. When I was in like middle school, because I was raised in a very sheltered situation, I didn't really know what was happening. And people started calling me superstar because <laughs> they thought I was really ugly and old looking. And I Lived in a sheltered home, and I wasn't allowed to see that movie or watch SNL or anything like that. I ended up making my email and my AIM name and everything like Silver Superstar because silver was my favorite color. It was a whole thing. So when I graduated from like uh, fucking sixth grade or whatever into middle school, hmm. my entire class put their hands under their arms and smelt them and said, hey, superstar. Aw. When we get a time machine, we're going to go beat up some kids? You want to know what's really funny is half of those motherfuckers have, like, they have, like, so many children or they were supposed to get married and they didn't get married. They have multiple babies, daddies. all this and all this shit. So, like, at this point, I'm like, or, like, their brother fucked a cat or something and they're, like, still dealing with the repercussions of that. Like so, there's like all there's like all of this fucking shit. Travin, we are Travin, we are birds. Of, we are birds of the same feather. I like, literally was complaining about the whole damn thing. Like, so. Like so, it was like a whole thing. So like I, you know. Travin, I just did my <laughs> tenure high school reunion last year. You went, dude. I, I went would never to, go. I, I went. I would never go. I went because <laughs> I have literally made peace with my family and all to where like they accept me and now and everything. But I went to the thing just I was that curious, and I went there wearing a full black extended length goth thing with a big hat that said "Blow" with I a love big pentagram so much. right there oh on God. it. Just because I literally was just like, all right, let me see what happens here and so that. If I wasn't married to assistant producer Johnny. Oh, you should have gone regardless and all. But I went there by myself just because I was just that fucking curious about it. 98% of everyone all got married literally 
married or pregnant a year to two years after after we, high school. Well, I don't know about I don't know about your place, but my place, my place. It had it had something called no touch love. So no, that didn't exist. You were, I don't know what that you is. Were, okay, so what that is is you are not supposed to. Okay, so you can hold hands, but your first kiss ever in your entire life is when the preacher says, "You may kiss the bride." Oh no! That didn't oh my exist. god! Oh no! That dead didn't ass. Exist. That is how I. Oh, that no. is how I was that raised. Did. So many kids got married right out of high school just because they was trying to get it in. Oh you no! Know? There was no marriage there. It was more or less because they had all fucked already while they were already in high school. To where then when I finally went to the damn thing, just because I was that damn curious, they were literally all two a baby to two babies in. I'm literally I'm just like. Oh shit! Oh my yes, no yeah. same. There, well, there's also this thing that they would do. It's once a year where they, um, it's it's like a convention of sorts, and they like take all the the churches and whatever, yeah. and they have it's like a week long like, yeah, Bible study basically yeah. with like a with like a food court and shit for the kids and all this food. stuff. And it was it was <laughs> funny because I because I got I got dragged into going with. Uh, like my my sister and my cousin through marriage or some fucking shit like that, mm-hmm. and literally I went. I wasn't bugging anyone. I wasn't talking to nobody that didn't want to talk to me or whatever. And I literally heard so many people be like, "Oh, well, you know, um, when you leave the ministry, that's what happens to you." And they're pointing at me with my tattoos and shit. Well, so and I was like, oh, what, what happens when you leave the ministry? You become you, awesome. You, you become awesome mm-hmm. and you have a successful career and you have a great husband and not illegitimate children and you're not on right. food stamps. Yeah. No hate to people on food stamps because like that's cool. But like, come on. I literally was like the most popular person at my 10-year high school reunion because everyone literally remembered me and they were literally just like, how many previous kids or previous wives I had for that? I'm like, none. Yeah. I've just gone straight from there and I've like done myself like since then and all. I was just curious to see what all you all had made of yourselves yeah. and I'm very happy I fucking got the fuck out of Dodge when I did. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, and that's and that's what's up. When I went to my tenure, I had a former classmate offer to be like, I can make you a cop. He's like I can't even imagine you being a cop. He's like, I'm on the merit board. It. I can get you at, you know, into the department. I'm like, Really? Yeah, like, could you imagine me as a cop? No, I really can't. That's I can't imagine you as a dirty cop. Does that like hurt your feelings? No, <laughs> that's the problem. Not, not even as a dirty cop. No, you're very about you're about the exact. Amount. No, I can absolutely see him as. A dirty I mean, cop. the problem is like I not can't. like a patrol cop, but like a dirty like a not detective. Like a, not, not like a cool dirty cop like you would see like in the movies, but like the one with the lame accountants that you would see like on the offsides. Ouch. No, see, I'm, I got you. Right, Draven, got you. Draven gets me. Draven you. gets me. You'd be like a dirty detective. You'd be like that dude that has the hookup on the brothels. My biggest objection with getting into law enforcement is I couldn't be the guy who wrote a DUI unless you hit something. Yeah, no. I, th- I feel like, okay, we haven't talked about this on the 288, but we have talked about this in real life, yeah. where if we were cops, we would be the shittiest cops because we no, would give people so many see, fucking passes. I can passes. see you both being the shittiest cops where just like, you would literally be the type of people that would literally like, if they didn't look like me or they were just like, you know, someone that was like literally straight laced and like had everything fucking going for them, you were just like, oh no, I saw you side glance off of so-and-so car. We're going to fucking like $200 ticket. <laughs> Well, I mean, what it boils down to is, like, if, like, I rolled somebody, I'm like, how many you had tonight? Well, I've had a couple. How far are you from home? 
Oh, I'm yeah. a couple blocks. Like, all right, let me get you home. I mean, it's it's supposed to be to protect and serve. Who the fuck does it serve to write a DUI to someone who's had a couple? Who's who's on their way home? Or if you could get them to like, hey, did you have a buddy at the bar? Can he come and take you home or something? Or right, you know? like. I feel like you would be the dude that was, like, realistic with Right, it. like, hey, are you sleeping it off right now? Just turn off your fucking engine, man. Yeah, like, if I was, like, you were, like, hey, you know, fucking... Matt, you're, like, the, on my window. Matt, you would be, like, the fucking Robin Hood of police officers. I'm not going to rob nobody. Oh, no, I said you, no, you were the Robin Hood. Hood. Yeah, Robin Hood robbed the rich and gave to the poor. Exactly, to where, like, you know, if it was, like, someone just riding, like, a broke-ass beamer, you would just be, like, oh, motherfucker, you're good. Well, you see, Mr. Maddie, we've had a good conversation, very political and good times already here from then, but I want to get back to some fun stuff, and I want to tell you a very good um, roadie story that I've had, because I know you've already talked your ass up here the last couple of episodes already about all of your like, conquests and all. I've got a good one here for you. Oh, they're not oh. necessarily conquests. They're just you know, shit that happens to happen around me. Not roadie my fault. Tales. They're yeah. not my fault. The Tales of Slayer. Slayer, then are your fault now? All right. I mean, sometimes they're my fault. All right, so here, like, I'm going to give you one, and then you're going to at least give me one that you haven't talked about already on this show. Because I'm at least going to hear something new from you, which I know you have. I'm circumcised. So I already knew that that already. Shit. We've already talked about that already, so we're going to have to move on from that. So I didn't know that, and I already knew that. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, lucky you. So anyways, here we go. So it's Warped Tour 2009. I am finishing up a road with this one band that thinks they are the greatest fucking thing known to man, which they aren't. They've literally just played their, themselves up off of this many amount of YouTube likes and comments. I'm literally on the side of the damn bus making sure that only girls that are of age get getting in because I'm going to make sure... Because no one wants to go yeah, to jail for no, that yeah, shit. No one wants to go to jail for that shit. And I, I don't want to go to jail for that shit and all. So take care of the main things and all. So there's this one very hot young blonde number. She was 21 and everything like that, but we were already at capacity in the damn bus to begin. And she really, really wanted to fuck the lead singer. And so, again, out of prosperity, I'm not going to give the name right now of the band and or singer. So I said, all right, you can get in if you fucking suck my dick right here here and now. Because at that point, I was already pretty drunk and already had a long goddamn day with them to where I really didn't give a fuck. And she just said, all right. So she finishes it up. Mm-hmm. I bust in her Did mouth. Did she swallow? And, uh, she swallowed. Busted in her mouth, she went right in there, and I said, all right, you can go right on in. It's champ. Oddly enough, then we were closed off for the rest of the damn day, and I said, you can go, and they said, told me, you can go in too. I said, okay, cool. I get in there, I see that same girl, she is tongue deep in the lead singer. Who Did I she was, just snowballed the lead singer? She literally snowballed the lead yeah. singer. Oh, and the whole damn so time, good. I'm literally just smiling ear to ear like the fucking Grinch. Like, I'm right over there at him the whole damn time. And this is the best part that made my whole damn night, and pretty much the tour, because this is in August. This is at the end of the tour at that point. They had the whole tour. He literally comes over to me. He's like, dude, I know I've been a fucking dick. I've been on drugs and so and so and so. Like, I apologize, et cetera. And I'm like, dude, right now, I really don't give a fuck. You have a good damn time. I'm just going to. Did you ask him how you taste? What? Did- oh, no, I didn't. I, I didn't have it even in me. 
Because she went. Well, she, obviously, she took it out of you already. Oh, no. She, hey. she, looked, she looked right at me. Oh, no. She, but, looked, um, she looked right at me already. And then I just smiled back at her and I just pointed right back at him. Like, go for it. Right back in. And I just kept smiling some more. That was literally my highlight of, of the, all the warp tours I've ever had to work for. Your turn. I'm trying to think of something I haven't told. I, like, most of this shit has been like discussed in previous episodes. Well, that and the other things that are funny stories that we wish to tell you're not necessarily at liberty to talk about yet. Yeah. It's <laughs> not at liberty. Oh, God damn it, man. Off the air, aces. You can't give Off na- the air, you aces. Give, you can't give, you don't have to give names or anything. Give me something. Yep. Come on. No. Oh, oh, man. No. 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 Is, no, it, like, is, it, is it that? Is it that? This is some real life right? motherfucking shit, aces. An orgasm didn't happen, so. Aww. 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 Johnny's tricking to be not coming. Johnny, the assistant producer. Here's you. Well, not I'm coming. not sure to be not coming. Fuck that. not coming. Hey. Everyone but Matt Drink. Uh, That's true. Dude, I'm, I'm sorry I'm disappointing you on other stories. I, it's stuff I can't either talk about at the moment or stuff that I've already told. Like, fuck. All right. Well, here. I'm going to give another good one right here then. Just because, again, for sake sure of... For sake of press, for, for sake of thing, I can't give names of the band. The Aftershock Fest in Aftershock Sacramento. Fest. Aftershock in Sacramento, <laughs> California. We had just got, me and this one band just got done with, with the signing. Two of the people that wanted the signings done were two former playmates. And they wanted to hang out afterwards. And Year and month. The band literally was just like, dude, get them. I'm like, all right, I got it. Their names down. I got their numbers down. They came to hang out afterwards. I ended up having to go up with the lead singer and the main guitarist for all the fun and everything. I more or less was just on the side doing all the material on the table and everything, making sure everything was okay. All of a sudden, the guitarist who has one of the girls in the bathroom doing God knows what, all of a sudden I hear just one big, ah! I knew it wasn't her, so I budged in there, trying to figure out what the hell was happening. And it's my main guitarist down on the floor, holding his goddamn knee. What? Holding his knee, saying, oh my god, what the fuck, man? I literally fucked my knee up, etc. And I'm literally like, dude, what the fuck happened? Apparently, he was trying to literally bang this girl over the goddamn toilet, oh, thinking no. he is literally like 20 years old when Mm-mm. he's... I'm not going to give his name... Nope. Na- na- name or age, actual age right now and all, but he literally... You give a decade that he was born. That's old enough. 19, you know what? You want to know what his age 70s. is? Old enough? 70s. 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 Okay. Older than me. So yeah, did that thing and so like that, and he literally fucked his me up in, in the process. Well, yeah, I, I was born in the 70s. <laughs> at first, I was just saying, like, dude, get the fuck up. You're fine and all. She already got the fuck out of there, and that's like the, the end of that story thing right there. Next thing I know, come the next day... His knee is still fucked up trying to, like, play the damn show and everything. And I said, dude, we're going to fu- fucking put you in a goddamn ice pack and you're going to play this goddamn show because you're going to fu- fucking get done with it. You're not going to have that long of a set. He played the damn set. He ended up getting then carted out of here to a hospital. Long story short, he ended up having his ACL, MCL, every fucking part of his knee that could be broke. Every fu- CL? Every CL he ended up breaking, he broke. And he still oh. fucking played the goddamn show that day. Well, only, all because he tried to fucking like fuck a girl over a goddamn toilet trying to be. 
Damn. So, and he somehow, I, which I still was. I mean, he's kind of my hero at that point. Know, like, he, he busted it, banging some bitch over to it, and yeah, then he, he tried and then he to came, this. or trying, and then he came back to still play the show. And he still fucking rocked The show his must fucking, go on. I oh, mean. no, yeah, but he still fucking rocked his ass off with an ice pack right there and everything. And I literally kept telling him, like, dude, you're fine. You just fucking twisted your goddamn knee or whatever. And sure enough, when they finally, the x rays came back, he fucked every part of his knee up somehow. And I don't yep. know how he played the damn show, but he's All got I'm more balls. All I'm hearing is yeah. he played the show in Yas Queen. Yeah. Right. Yes. And I literally am just, but again, like, I'm literally just sitting there. And he's he tried like, to bang a playmate. He tried to bang a playmate over the thing in her fucking asshole, and he ends up fucking his whole damn knee in the process. That's so impressive. It's very impressive. I'm he going attempted. to. I'm going to not on the air, but yeah. after we we cut off, I want to know who that was because that is very impressive. But I right. want to give right. them. My oh, I will let you know. Tour. I'll give you his number too. He's single now. We'll see. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I am not. Well, I don't single. know how y'all work. And also, yeah, if you're so, I know he's probably open to that. So yeah. It more, yeah, more de- more depends on the the uh, the boys. All right. Well, it's more or less just like, I don't know. That's the reason why I said that. You're so. I respect the sanctity of marriage and all, but I know the whole opening to it. Oh, well, me me and the sanctity of marriage is. The sanctity of marriage is a, is a funny joke between me and Johnny Goodluck. Oh, well, I just know how the whole thing works. Like, the two best relationships I ever had were girls that worked in the porn industry. Well, right? well here's the whole thing he, uh, is, he is my so best friend and my partner for, uh, forever. It's okay. great, wonderful. But, I love you know, him too. Got, He's one of the few people we've got that our I own shit. Love and show respect. Yeah. I know you have your own shit. I have my own, own shit, shit too, yeah. It's how me and my two prior exes worked in the whole damn way and for that the whole damn time. So hmm. That's how you do it. So, so who'd you do this? Nah, don't do it. Don't uh, do no, it. No, no. That's something, no. that's something for off the off It's the unnecessary. That is all for unnecessary. That is all for off the air. I know, I know. Be, be, be sad. We, I think it. at this point we need to cut Slayer off because he's <laughs> like, oh, what we're not going to talk about? Let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to instigate some shit. Yeah. No, there's no. no instigation to be done here and all. It's all. No, he's it's not even instigating that. It's all off the air. Just, for a, that. just a touch, just a just scotch. Just a half a scotch. It's all off the air. I just remember when you met one of them at you know, Brian's housewarming party. Oh, no. no oh, no. yeah. Oh, Oh, we got the oh no. Uh, me and Gabriella, no. Oh, you know. Ah! <laughs> no. I wasn't going to say her name. Oh, no, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Y'all, no, y'all no, heard no, it. No, that going to be up front for about, no, that went no more than two months. Yeah. Aww, <laughs> that's cute. She guys were like high li- school. It was basically in, high school. She's in LA. I'm in San Diego. I work all the time. That's the main extent of the whole damn thing. I still, yeah. I still talk to her here and there and all. I love and respect her. I've got no bad blood to say about her, but yeah. So keep this in mind. Um, worthy bitches that don't suck, a d- suck dick at sucking dick. Mark Aces is a fine catch. If you're a, sh- a shit bitch, you're going to have to deal with me. You're going to have to deal with me, and it's not, and I'm Raven not the will one. cut you. I'm yeah. not, no, no. I'll cut <laughs> yeah. you bad. I, I'm going to cut you so bad. You, you wish I hadn't cut you so bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that was cool. a Family Guy reference <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel for like you kids at home. But no, I, I, um, I, will, I will say, not that I'm going to fight anyone, but I am very protective. Well, it won't be much of a fight. No. They'll get no. stabbed no, and be dead. No well, no, no, I, I'm, no, because I'm, I mean, not that I'm going to fight anyone, but I, I am not one. The only time my husband's seen me in a fight, I've been fighting a dude. And I won. Not because he was not not because he was trying to let me win, but because I 
Like uh, I've seen a couple I, times I where you want to fight. I took his arms behind bitches. him, and really? I I made sure he couldn't. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like I pinned a dude and made sure he. My favorite fighting somebody story, and it just happens to be a dude. I was uh, assistant producer Johnny the Pants and I. We were at a no effect show. Okay. And it was gr- like it was great. Like the show was amazing. No effects. Mike D always does a good job. They they did great and and they had like Goddess Goddess Soma was there like you know so so he was doing like a killer job knowing that she was watching him and everything and everything was wonderful and they started playing the decline. But it's pretty fucking 18, short. 20 minute. Yeah yeah super short. Eighteen minutes long. Super short. I, at this point, like we had shown up early enough that I was standing on like the barricade and Johnny had his arms around me, like kind of protecting me. Now we were kind of front and center. So I, I had seen this dude walking up behind us, like trying to get in. And I was like, nah, bro. Like we're all just kind of pushing him, whatever. And then I see same homeboy with a shoe in his hand. I honestly think that he saw me like as a woman in the front row of a punk show, especially a effects show, and was like, oh, she's probably like a little bitch, which was the wrong assumption. Of course. So this dude ends up pulling his shoe off and sees where Johnny's standing, sees where I'm standing, cracks me in the face no. with his shoe. Yes. Like straight up like forehead. No, he put, like, he put his shoe on his hand and cracked me in the face with his shoe, thinking that I was going to start crying and be like, oh, we have to go home. Yeah. No, this is, this is not your bitch. Your bitch yeah. was like, Oh, uh, you want to hit me with a shoe? Huh. And then I, because my, my husband, he had, no, sir, no, he Who put it, that? he put it on his fucking head. No, outside no, no, of someone, he, the throws the shoe, he put it on his hand. Because they want that fucking extra, like. He put it on his motherfucking oh, yeah. hand to try and, to try and crush bitches. So he could get like in the front row. So I was like, oh, you want to hit me with a shoe? Like, and then, and at the time, like. Johnny still had his arms around me and I just ducked under his arms. And luckily for me, there was like like a like a giant pylon or like a yeah, pillar a pillar. Or something. Pillar, yeah. Something like And so him, I or? ended up like pulling a student, I like clothes hang him like and then I like cracked him in the face like <laughs> seven times to the point that Johnny was like, okay. You did enough. You're done. Let's finish a show. And I would like to say that all of this happened. Like, I got cracked in the face with a shoe, beat the fuck out of this dude, and went back to jamming out to no effects, all within the decline. Mm, the nice. song did not end. It was all within the yeah, decline. That, your girl's a badass. It's pretty sick. It that? was awesome. Just don't get take shit from nobody. Mark into I the love mic. that Mark is hanging out with the bean because usually the bean sits on my lap and she's uh, sitting on Mark's lap, which is great. All the but that was, yeah, but that was, no, Mark. that was like, that was seriously probably the first, was that the first time you'd ever seen me like hit someone? Johnny? Yeah, that's definitely the first time I've seen you fight. Yeah. And it was pretty epic. And be- well, because I got, I got I fucking mean, rip shit because I was like, oh, you going to hit me? Because I knew he yeah. was only hitting me. I knew he was only hitting me because he thought that if he hit me, I'd be like, oh, we have to go. I have to go to the bathroom. I have to fix my makeup. And then then Johnny would leave and he could get our spot. Fuck that guy. But I was like, oh, you yeah. trying to hit me, bitch? Nah. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that dude was getting his ass beat in the pit. And he was trying to, like, pretty much snatch your spot. 
Mm. And he just tried to like go around me and he cracked you in the head. I think he just wanted to be within Johnny's arms. Be real. The decline's like an 18 minute long song and that all happened within about a minute. He was just trying to be that one asshole who thinks he could just alpha that could get up there quicker and then you checked him and it literally was just like, yeah, fuck you, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. (laughs) No, but it's funny. And I honestly, I honestly hope that he went home and he was like, yeah. I got my ass beat by this by this by this punk rock bitch in a leopard mini skirt and a fucking vest. Uh, I'm sure sure when he retold it, like Johnny beat his ass and Johnny was too. Oh yeah, yeah. Johnny's the one that gave him the black eye, not me. He'll probably he'll probably be the one that tells it like that. No, but I can already tell. P.S. Homeboys friends, I am the one that gave him the black eye. Oh, I can already tell you. And I didn't break a nail. So, well, oh, no. you, you're, you're the type of girl I can already tell that knows how to throw a punch. You know how to, ball, <laughs> you know how to ball that. You know how to pivot. That's true. So yeah, it's, I'm I mean, from New England. I mean, oh, yeah. to be real, I'm from New England. It's, gave, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a thing. I kind of uh, gave the dude a break because after she got in like six or seven good shots, he, square, he told me I was done. To the yeah. I just kind of pushed him back into the pit. Yeah. I didn't even say anything to him. He got wrecked. I shoved him back into yeah. the abyss of two thousand other people. Yeah, that was a wrap. Decline. Oh yeah, more he'll be the one that's gonna. Fuck yeah, he'll be the one that says, "I got so and so in," or I'm the one that took so and so from homeboy. I'm like, no, you got the shit beat out of you by a girl. Then you got the shit beat out of you by a whole fucking like group of people that said you're a bitch for already taking that to begin with. So fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> or the way that I see it, if you are going to go as far as to put your fucking smelly ass hoof on your hand to try and smack a girl in the face boy you deserve everything oh no you deserve everything that has like coming to you and everything else like that it was more or less my point of just saying like he took that and then he took it all the way down because he was already that like disgraced in his own mind by Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck you know he believes in to where it makes to me it, it makes it all the more sweeter then yeah. <laughs> because I see it all the goddamn time and all. Because anytime I've seen girls that like literally stand themselves up to idiot assholes that try to do that and all, it literally just works its way down. And I'm always like, I focus myself. Oh, okay. Okay. I already, fo- I focus myself more on the pit than I do on the band because normally the time I have security already added on there, like I want to make sure that the people out there in the crowd are having a good time to where like that makes me more concerned because they're the people that I grew up being to where like I want to make sure they're all having fun to where like whatever I see, like what you just described happen, I'm ready to jump in there and all, but 90% of the time, except for maybe like two times that happened in the South, which I won't bother getting into, the crowd acted on the person that made the offense and they literally pushed him the fuck out of there saying get the fuck out you're done oh wow and it was a fucking beautiful thing to have happen to where like yeah. there was that much unity but again mm. you know both the times that happened on the east coast and everything to where i'm like i wish there was more unity over on the west coast than there was on just the east coast and everything absolutely yeah, yeah. Bro, I've seen the crowd on the East Coast stop in like a dive bar too. I think I was at the sidebar, but I've seen a crowd stop on the East Coast for someone getting dropped inappropriately in the pit. Band stops, house lights come on, the entire crowd pushes this person literally out the back fucking door. House lights go off, show fucking continues. I saw that happen one time in Michigan, in Flint, for a band called uh, King 810. 
Actually, oh, our friend Axis. Yeah, so I she, she true story. Them. I'm the one that got her into them. Really? Oh yeah, she will agree to this right now. Axis, you know I'm the one that got got you in, into that. But no, no, that's no, but no. That's, there that's is super a, awesome. No, yeah, and they're no because like some of her dopest tattoos are all them. No. Them. Oh no, Kings she loves she loves that yeah. 810 Flint, Michigan, kicking 810 style. I know, and she's got a good man right now, and I'm happy. No, she no, she yeah, she's she's doing great. I'm actually trying to trying to get her. We're trying to dance together. Ah, oh, so, oh shit! Whether be, whether it be here at Exposed oh, or somewhere know. in Bakersfield, oh, but me, me and Axis. Oh, you just let me know what that is. I can't yeah, wait to no. see that. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all because oh, no, because no, trust and believe me and Axis is the realest. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh no, Axis knows she already has. My back and I have her back, so mm-hmm. she's got nothing to worry about. In That's general. a real so, ass yeah. bitch. I fucking oh, love her. She is the realest. So much. She's I one of the realest her. girls I've known. I've loved her to death since, since I met her two years ago at the AVN. So no, dead ass. Yeah. When I when I first met Access, I straight up fell in love with her. Mm. It was amazing, and we have been super tight friends since yeah. then. And I cannot wait because I just want her to come and hang out. Maybe if y'all wish hard enough. Cross your fingers hard enough. Crossing me, them right now. Yeah, cross them right now. Me and Axis Evil may or may not come to a strip club near you if oh. you are on the West Coast. Oh. But hey, you just hey. need to cross your fingers and hope real hard. Because trust and believe that girl's ass. So her whole ass and her whole body. That bitch oh. is a blessing to. So what you're saying is you need like out, to like outside, dogs. like outside of the I'm fact that I'm getting hired, right? Huh? I'm getting hired for this. Oh, show. absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But outside of the fact that I that she is, you know, she's super hot. I love her, like as a person. I love Access. She's great. That is too many curves to count. Dude, she I love is. Her, I love her to death. And after finally officially meeting you, driving to death, like I love you all. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly in so. No, it's great. I yeah. love it. We're oh, all yeah. having a good time. We're Fuck all friends. Yeah. It's great. Oh, we're not. We're having a great time. Uh, but I feel like. We all have to roll the cloak and dagger right now because it is about that time. It is. It is about that Yeah, we do. That we all have time. to get on our Shout best out black. Shout out all black everything. I was going to say, my the one t-shirt I have, it's got white You have some words white on, on it, so I have to, Sadly, I have to yes. get changed. But I do, okay, so I do have to talk about this because this is how I'm going to cloak and dagger. So I have been in love with a brand of clothing called Black Milk for oh. a number of years now and you see you already know aces you already know I that know shit is the bangingest it is for so the ladies, sexy it is perfect it makes girls look so fine it makes the asses look so pristine in everything, everything all the goddamn time so wonderful mm. so they had a well they used to have a warehouse in la so they had a kind of a closing up shop going out of business sale slash sample sale. And I went with my makeup artist slash mutual friend to all of us, Angie. And um, it was the ball in a biscuit, like dead ass. There is this one dress that I have been in love with. It's the velvet burned maxi dress and it's black and it, is a hundred dollars. I know none of you give a shit, but it is a hundred dollars by itself. I don't. This dress, this one dress, this one. Well, hang on. This one dress is a hundred dollars by itself. I got this dress and literally a garbage bag 
full of other clothes for two hundred dollars. Was it like one of those? Like, I got the dress for bags? free. Was it like one of those mystery bag type deals? No, no. Like they had piles. Like I walked into the Black Milk warehouse. And they were like, oh, do you want a small bag or a big bag? I was like, oh, small bag. I had to trade it in for a big bag. And they were like, there was just giant piles of nylon from triple XS true to triple XL. I feel like, like I saw pictures of this on Instagram. Single, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure you saw the photo of me in like a pile of nylon. I did. That, like, that I posted. And like, you guys can look at my nails. Like, I fucked up my nails trying to... Did you to, fight bitches? I mean... No, because of... It was because of the the black velvet and the the patterns and the ink in the patterns on the nylon. Like, it, it fucked up everything. It was amazing. You guys are just going to be able to see me wearing a lot of hot outfits. Oh, I can't wait. I was leading into... I, I have a really sexy boy. outfit for Cloak and Dagger this evening, yeah. so that's fitting to happen. I'm wearing wearing what I'm wearing right now because it's all black. So let's roll out to Cloak and Dagger. This has been another episode of the 288 Podcast. And always, you can find me on Twitter at Matt underscore Slayer. Fuck. You're fucking underscore too. (laughs) I may have had a little bit tonight. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Shit. God. Uh, All right. And Matt Slayer on Instagram. As always, I am at the Doom Doll on your Twitter, Instagram, what the fuck ever. And you can find our guest tonight, Mark Aces, at MarkAces86 on Twitter. Look yeah. him up. He does all sorts of weird shit. It, it, Whatever. Let's go. It's fun. All right. We got, <laughs> we, we got bar hopping to do. That's right. Oh, oh, right. And uh, as all, you know, you guys, if you uh, have enjoyed listening to us and all of our little tales and, you know, whatever, don't forget to rate us five stars on uh, iTunes or Google Play or wherever you're finding us and subscribe. So you can get into this debauchery every time we decide to put out an episode. Make sure to set that shit to automatic download. Don't just subscribe. Set it to automatic download. Do yeah. that shit. The minute you fire up your fucking app, you'll download us. You'll hear my sexy ass voice loud and fucking clear. Who doesn't want to hear that? Ugh. <laughs> All right. So until next time, stay filthy, y'all. Bye.